this episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia for boosted same game parlays. To live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. You bet 100 bucks, you get 100 bucks at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions do apply. And we're also brought to you by the DGN Dance. Our March Madness Bankroll Contest is back. Free to enter and a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus, we've got our first half under bingo. Enter both contests on the SGPN app. All right, DJs, welcome back for the Valspar Championship DFS show. It's your boy Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, you feel better about this tournament than I do. So yay. I do. I mean, it's at least better than the Honda a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just I'm just so irritated about Scotty last weekend or what. Like, I just yeah, I'm just uh, I'm not there yet. It's Monday. It was a long day, but yeah, man, I've got. I need, I need you to get me excited about this. I don't like the, I don't like this Debbie Downer attitude of yours right now. You all right? All right. So first of all, you need to get an outright win. And you need yeah. a good week in DraftKings or DFS, and mm-hmm. you are going to be high stepping into match play. Yeah, that's actually what I'm excited for. Okay, high match play. Uh, I mean, would Can't you be opposed it. if they it's took just, a bye week this week? No, absolutely not. We need more bye weeks. We do. We need more bye weeks. We'll talk about the schedule a little later. I, I, we're going to say that to the end of the show. We haven't given comment about it. Uh, we'll you, talk about DFS and, first. But. And you told me today Liv is playing this week. I didn't even know Liv was fucking playing this week. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, so last time we covered the Liv event, because it was Mayakoba. We've seen Mayakoba. I'm just going to be perfectly honest. Uh, they are playing a Dub Mountain where they played the WGC match play in 2007-2008. Uh, I know Henrik Stenson did well there. I know Paul oh. Casey did well there. If I was going to make picks, those are probably my picks, but that was over 15 years ago. And honestly, the fact that I didn't even remember that Liv was happening that's a bad sign. Kind of says all you need to know. That's us. So, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but back to the Valspar. Yeah. So why don't we start with the weather? Yeah. Because this is probably going to be a big story. So, it, it, you know, you're in Florida. Uh, it rained all day and it rained all day in Tampa. Yep. Uh, it's going to be, but the wind is up for most of the week. So it could theoretically dry out the golf course. It's not raining. The problem is it's going to rain a little bit on Wednesday. Uh, on Thursday, it's probably, you know, there's some moderate winds, nice sunshine though. So maybe the golf course kind of, you know, firms up a little bit. Uh, and then Friday, very heavy winds. I would expect that to be very, very tricky day. Uh, doesn't really seem like there's a uh, wave advantage either. It's right at 8 a.m., 17 to 25 miles per hour. It's going to stay consistently throughout that through the day. Uh, and then Saturday, it's going to rain buckets again. Now, I, earlier in the week, I thought it was going to be a complete washout. It looked like it was going to be they're gonna get like yeah. an inch and a half of rain. Um, you know, maybe only about a quarter inch now. That's something they can actually play through, but there's wind. Uh, that's going to be a difficult day. And then Sunday, uh, wind early, dying down through the day, but it's still pretty moderate. So uh, it's also going to be cold over the weekend uh, or on Sunday. It's going to be 55 degrees. So you know what I, this tournament makes me uh, think of? TBC Potomac last year, Wells Fargo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of similar golf yeah. courses too. You got, you know, it's not the longest golf course out there, but pretty narrow, gnarly, you know, like rye grass rough. Um, winning score, I think it's seven, eight under. You look at some of the guys at the top of that leaderboard, Max Homa, Keegan Bradley, uh, Rory, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Um, yeah. you know, Fitzpatrick Homa and uh Keegan have all been really good yeah. at Valspar. Uh, so, you know, there was actually a couple of guys looking at that uh, tournament that I remember did very well that week. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a complete bomber fest like it was here because TBC Potomac is very driver heavy. This takes it out of your hands, yeah. but it seems like yeah, I have a little bit of a short game. Uh, it seems like the golf course is going to play a little longer, definitely a lot softer, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, and the winds is going to be up. It's going to be very difficult. And, you know, some of the guys I kind of target are a little bit of a mix of like guys are usually good at Valspar and some other you know, positional plotter golf courses and kind of referencing back to that tournament kind of thinking of, okay, who kind of did well that week and uh, can they do it again? Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right. What did you uh, look at this week? Yeah. So I thought with the rain, like, like you said, I think it's going to play longer. Um, I just wonder if we're going to do the lift clean and play shit. Um, I'm focused in on those par threes. 
want to make sure that the guys are good on the, on the part threes. Really. It's just like with DFS, it's like, all right, let's take a look at ownership. And it's funny, like where all the ownership is fucking congregating. It seems like everybody, like a, a good chunk of people are just skipping the 10 K range. Um, but yeah, I mean, I looked at I looked at par three scoring from one seventy five to two twenty five. Uh, waited around the green more, thinking these guys are going to miss it a lot. Didn't factor in putting whatsoever. I'll just go off memory off of that shit. Um, and then approach play. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing for me this week. I, I waited that pretty heavily. So la- so yesterday, last night, you said that you don't really ever want to be on a guy who can't putt. Yeah, correct. And, and now you're going to ignore putting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's like, so that's different, right. For an outright versus versus DFS. Right. So for an outright, like I'm, I'm very upset on every, on every pot. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's different. Like, yes. And it's not that I'm ignoring potting. Like I'll look at it and like in my brain, I know who's a good putter and who's not, you know what I mean? On the guys who I'm going to play, not, not some of these fucking bums in the seven thousand dollars range, but um, I'll have to look into it on that. But yeah, man, some of this pricing is pretty funny. Um, I, I'm interested to see what you have to say on a couple of guys. Okay. All right. I mean, I got a bunch of names. This is a better field. I think than uh, you might give it credit for. I actually like a lot of this field. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I do too. I think I'm just a little fucking fatigued out right now. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, look, okay. We got this week. We only got what, you know, two shows next week. So you're yeah. going to get a little bit of a break. Yeah. Uh, then we got Valero and we got masters, RBC heritage, and then we're going to take the Zurich off. So you know what? You got a little yeah, bit of a break baby. coming up on the on the horizon right. there. They, they're going to keep the fucking Zurich, but get rid of the fucking match play. Good, good call, PGA. Good fuck. Hey, listen, people need their entrance music with the uh, guys doing morons. awkward dancing uh, to the first team. I that 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 tournament is the nut low. I I can't stand that thing. And the fact that they give not just one but two guys the opportunity to secure their PGA Tour card with a win there, uh, and full FedEx Cup points is a joke. But that's a that's how Palmer that's how Palmer got it back in the day. Yes, right? he did. Yeah. <laughs> because of John Rom. John, John Rom saying his career. And then that's where the oh, well, this is a John Rom course. Gotta be a Ryan Palmer. <laughs> that's exactly where that came up. So all right, why don't we take a quick break? And then uh why don't we start breaking down uh the DFS tiers? All right. Well, listen, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Game Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern time during the WinBet win hour marquee games of the week. Well, have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bucks to get 100 bucks. It is limited to state availability. Of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot highlight of the week, you can also get a $1,000 free credit. And there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the March Madness is back, baby. We get the DGEN dance, our March Madness bankroll contest uh feel free to enter and it's free to enter and it's a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs plus we've got our first half under bingo where you can win an sgpn gift card and both contests are free to enter and on the sgpn app okay all right ten thousand dollar range so obviously this is very early in the week yeah uh but we have a little bit of ownership we can kind of start breaking down where kind of guys are and Actually, I mean, we both look at different stuff. Uh, There's obviously Mm -hmm. different sites that calculate different ownership. But what I'm looking at right now seems like Justin Thomas and Spieth are uber popular. Yep. Which I am. I'm not surprised about Spieth because he's been hitting the ball good. And he's actually had some decent form, like, you know, top 10 at Bay Hill, top 10 at Phoenix. Hit the ball okay last week. Just had, honestly, if it really wasn't for Friday, uh, I think he would have had a much better finish than in the mix, but yeah. and obviously a former winner here. Yeah. The Thomas ownership, I'm surprised at because it just seems like I would think there's fatigue on him at this point. So the fact that people are going back to him, I guess one more time yeah. is surprising to me because I was going to make a case for a low owned JT this week yeah. uh, but for he's, a couple of reasons. But he's just popping it all. Well, it's because his tee to green numbers are so good. He's still hitting his irons good. He just couldn't pot. He's got a good course history here. Like, yeah, like I didn't think we were going to get a discount on JT. All right. I mean, it, th- that makes perfect sense because you put think about a Paul Case. He's won here twice. Yeah. Just tee to green monster can't pot. Although, actually, weirdly, one year he was actually, I think, like 
on a heater with his putter, and then finally it all like came together <laughs> right. in this place. Right. But regardless, the general profile, just a guy who can't putt, just a great tee to green. Plus, tough weather conditions yeah. from the standpoint that you're not gonna have, you're gonna have to grind out a lot of pars. Now, here's my question though. So we've gone back and forth about if Justin Thomas is a house cat or an alley cat. Yeah. And it seems like lately he's been a little more alley cat because a lot of the wind. But here's the thing though: does the alley cat like to get wet? <laughs> that, uh, that I don't know. I don't know. Probably because I not. remember one very prominent example of when the alley cat got wet and lost his mind, and that was the 2021 Masters on Amen Corner, and he oh, took yeah. a seven in contention. It rained. Oh, and then God. he didn't know what. How happened. did I forget about that? I, How did I, I fucking forget? Because I think about you had a bet on JT, and I think you were very upset <laughs> at what happened. I did. Oh my God, dude. You just brought back so many awful memories. That's what I'm here for. To bring back past oh. trauma of uh, a ghost of a uh, failed golf outrights past. Oh my God. I can't believe I fucking forgot about that. What so. what happened to him? Uh, apparently he couldn't handle the fact that the greens got slower. They got softer. Like I, I think that's when the house cat yeah. label, at least from my standpoint, got, right, right. got put there. It was either that or when he blew it at Riviera. Right, but yeah. Uh, look, all jokes aside, it is going to be crappy weather. The irons have been, I mean, look, they haven't been outstanding, but they've been, they've been good. Uh, off the tee has been really good. Around the green has been great. It's just the putter's cold. Yeah. So, and he's been really good, not just here, but you'll get some other comp courses like, uh, you know, for example, like, you know, uh, TBC Sawgrass, um, you know, uh, there's a there's been a lot of guys who've done really well at TBC Southwind and here. Uh, he's won there. He's won Honda. So obviously good Florida history. Um, remember the Zozo at Sherwood? That's kind of somewhere very narrow. You're not hitting a whole lot oh, yeah. of driver there, positional. You know, he finished third. That's another uh I think you had Rom that week and I had GT and the Cantley actually a stole. Cantley came and stole our money. Yeah, there there's another ghost of a failed golf outright past <laughs> for you there. So I mean, look, like I, I can def. I mean, obviously, it's Justin Thomas. He can be great, but the fact that it's going to be tougher wind conditions, or you know, just overall tougher scoring conditions. Uh, I mean, if you want to start where you live, there, there's going to be plenty of opportunities to pivot. Yeah. So, I mean, going with a, even though it's you're, it's a little dicey with how b- bad he's been playing, but going with a popular Justin Thomas, I mean, it's whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, I don't hate it. I was like, I would talk to Cameron this morning. Like, I'd much rather play him in DFS than betting because if I'm not betting fucking Scotty and Rom at anywhere between eight and eleven to one, I'm certainly not fucking betting JT eleven to one. Like, that's it, like if I, you know what I mean. If I'm betting anyone eleven to one, it's going to be Scotty or Rom. Like, it's it's not going to be fucking JT. So much better. I wonder if that's maybe why a lot of play, people play him too. They're not going to bet him outright because the number's so short, so they want to get exposure to him because of all the things we talked about. Um, and that's why he's getting. It. But you're right. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of places to to pivot down below. And I mean, look, J, um, Spieth is almost as popular. So yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I, I think I, if I, if I'm getting anybody above ten, it's him. Like I'm uh, I'm not buying into Burns three peating. And I still think something's wrong with Fitzpatrick. I don't care what he did with API. There's there's something's wrong there. Yeah, I mean, we've mentioned on the show a couple times that maybe with the speed training, yeah. it's messed up his game. I mean, he had the injury too. So it's yeah. possibly not healthy. I guess for me is we did just see him play relatively well at Bay Hill. Yeah. And he missed the cut in the number last week. Now it was all around the green and putting. I have at least seen a decent iron performance out of him recently, and he's not getting any ownership. None. Yeah. he's And, and he has been, you know, he's got the fifth place here. Uh, I mentioned TBC Potomac last year. Uh, he's got a second yeah. place finish there. I mean, good at TBC Southwind, good at other Florida golf courses, you know, or like a Harbor town, like, you know, yeah. that's a golf course that's tree line, tight, narrow, takes the driver out of your hand. So the difference though, is that back then he was in form and now he's not. So, um, it is concerning that he has been really poor with the irons and it's, it's kind of like what happened with Bryson. Like if you look at his data golf, um, you know, profile now, yeah, like, the the amount of yards like distance he's gaining off the tee is kind of insane now compared to where he was like a year ago or two years ago. So, yeah. you know, I, it's I, I'm worried about the fact that he's just been so focused on gaining distance that kind of like what happened with Bryson, you just you neglect the irons, yeah, and it just kind of goes to crap. 
he's, Bryson was so bad with those fucking short wedges, too. It made no fucking sense. No right. sense. So what our, I guess, case for Fitzpatrick, though, if it is going to be really tough ball striking conditions and not a lot of guys will be hitting greens, I mean, he's still scrambling well and still putting well. So, yeah. like, I know a guy, like, we'll talk about a little later, like a Steven Yeager that's been, that's worked for these places, or a Mackenzie Hughes. That has worked. That profile has worked at these types of tournaments. So if Fitzpatrick can be kind of like a rich man's Hughes this week. Yeah. <laughs> what an insult to a, what an insult to a fucking major winner. A rich man's Hughes. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. I mean, it's 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 a long hitting. <laughs> oh, no, don't get me wrong. Mackenzie I, I Hughes appreciate right it. now. It's, who whose ball yeah. striking is yeah. terrible, but yeah. you know, he just gets up and down from everywhere. And if if that's what it's going to be this week, which based on this weather forecast, it's going to be so windy. Yeah. I, I, I could end up seeing, like, I haven't decided who my FOMO bet of the week is. I could end up seeing, like, positional, like, hype thing on Fitzpatrick. Because I'm not betting him outright on my card. I don't, like, I, if, if, he, if he got to a two and he drifted, maybe I would maybe. consider. But, you know, he's still 16, 18 to one. But for DFS purposes, he's getting a lot of low ownership. There, there are, I think, there's a lot of pathways for Fitzpatrick to. Yeah do well this week, even if the irons have not been very good. Yeah, I don't hate it, but that's going to be his nickname moving forward, Rich Man's Hughes. That's what I'm calling <laughs> Fitzy from now on. Okay. All right, you want to move to the 9,000 hour range? Yeah. This okay, is, this uh, is, so where, yeah. where's ownership right now? Where are you I was going to say, it's it's all, like, it's, it's, it's it, every we think. So Fleetwood Rose, Keegan, uh, Hadwin is the most owned, but only by a couple percentage more. Everybody's playing Suh, and is it Suh or Sue? Uh, Justin Suh. So, okay. Yeah, so, so he's 8900 bucks, but yeah, we can include him in this because he's, yeah. he's, he's popular. Yeah, so I, well, actually, I, uh, yeah, my, I wasn't really paying attention to, to where his price was at. So yeah, so yeah, so I mean, those are, those are your guys, right? Adam Hadwin, he'll be pressing to be the highest known golfer on the fucking slate. Um, and I mean, we talked about him first thing in the morning this morning. Um, so there's a reason, there's a reason why, right? Um, look good at the players, good Florida history, good course history here, ball striking really well. Approach numbers are good. Round the green's good. Like, yeah, like, uh, there's a reason, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can play the most, the most popular Adam Hadwin. Like, I don't know if that's, that's like Keegan last week. Like I knew it was doomed as soon as we went on the mothership and fucking, uh, they, they both had him in his lineup. I was like, oh, fuck you screwed. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where I always, I always equated to like when, uh, when, when the cash, here, Publix asks you about Bitcoin. You know, it's you know, it's jump the shark. <laughs> you know what Definitely. I mean. So, uh, like that's kind of kind of how I approach some of the ownership stuff with DFS. But yeah, those are the, those are the big guys, right? Everybody who they just saw last week, um, trying to catch flop flag with Keegan, uh, who dashed our hopes with that fucking water ball to Burns two years ago. Uh, um, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, I, I, it was pretty predictable. Like Rose, uh, Rose, I thought might might sneak by a little bit, but not with his ball striking numbers, not with these models. Like he's gonna pop at everybody's fun. Right. I mean, I, I I guess. All right. So out of Fleetwood, Rose, Keegan, and Hadwin, I guess who do you prefer? Is it Hadwin? No, just because he's gonna be the highest owned player on the slate. I mean, just, just just of the chalky options, I guess who do you like best? Um. Man, I liked Rose off the jump. Like that's why, like I even texted you like Sunday, or Monday, early. Yeah, Sunday. I was like, I wonder what Rose's number is gonna be, <laughs> right? Just because I saw what he did. Uh, but Tommy, man, like if he's clubbing down, bad weather, rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I might like Fleetwood the best. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to talk about like, I mean, we mentioned with Justin Thomas, the uh, the yeah. T degree number has been really good. The putter has been great. I mean, that's basically Tommy Fleetwood right now. Yeah. Um, especially like his around the green stuff is really good. Like I, I bet I've had money on Fleetwood the last couple of weeks. Yep. He has gotten up and up and down from some pretty bad spots. You did swear him off on Friday, I believe. I did, and then he rallied <laughs> on Saturday morning. He had a he great did. day. Apparently, apparently, he sold Cal Morikawa's talent that day, and you know, and that's that's what he had. And then, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Tommy Fleetwood," and then he uh, faded. <laughs> but he did. Like he did play shadow. better, though. I mean, like, if it wasn't for the water ball on seventeen, 17. probably he's got a top twenty finish instead of yeah. you know t twenty seven there. Yep. Um, clubbing down, I like that. Obviously, really good at. Uh, I mean, I think it's a sixteenth place finish here. Uh, you know, good in Florida. Good at Florida. Florida plotter yep. golf courses. Um. You know, good at like TBC, a Southwind, a place like that. 
Uh, like also like good at um, I think he has a seventh play finish at uh, Accordia where they mm-hmm. played the Zozo over in Japan. That's really tight, narrow. Like even though it's seven thousand yards long, it's a little longer than what I get give it credit for. Uh, that also has kind of bad weather over there too when they play it. So that fits the bill for this. Um, I, I I like Fleetwood this week with Rose. I mean, I get it. Obviously, really good. I guess and maybe this is just narrative street, but. It seems like at this point, he won Pebble, and they basically took two weeks off at that point, just checked out, and then he played really good at players. He's got the Masters coming up. He's got to be feeling pretty good about his chances there, and I'm going to guess, I don't think he's going to play match play next week because he usually skips it. Um, I think he might just check out here. I think he's probably have to. Does he have any elevated events can they skip? This isn't elevated. Oh, and he's not. Match. He's not part. He's not part of the pip, anyways. Uh, it's only okay. the top twenty that has to like do that. So there's uh, only. Yeah, it's the okay, guys. Okay, I think okay. it's the guys last year that were in the top twenty. They have to play a certain amount of events this year in order to keep that bonus. And then I think they're, they're going to reset it next year. So he's not yeah. part of that crowd. Okay. Um, but I think he's got to feel good about the Masters and the fact that he just completely no showed. And I think. <sighs> Phoenix or yeah. Riviera, who's where he's been good, Riviera. and Bay Hill, where he's been good, and just no showed. Slight yeah. concern about that at this point. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if I really want to go with a chalky rose when that's definitely in play. I think I'd rather go Fleetwood at that point. No. Uh, Keegan has a little bit of stink on him. I actually was going to go back to Keegan before uh, somebody picked him <laughs> in the industry, but yeah. Listen, he played. Remember on Thursday, he played good. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and listen, it's golf. You just wake up sometimes, and you just don't have it. And it was a really bad weather day. And we talked about last week at Sagres. We don't have your A game or B plus game is going to turn to a D quickly. That's what happened with him. But did but did you hear everything about his game was so good? He didn't have to worry about anything. I've never taken another golfer who says that ever. <laughs> like if I hear any quotes like that, no, thank you. I'll pass. Yeah. Because the golf gods were like, oh, everything's working, is it? Oh. You know, maybe he has a little bit of seeds of doubt in his head. Maybe he's going to go sign with Liv now. Fuck all. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm so, already crabby. All right. All right. So, and then, I mean, listen, I, I like Hadwin. Uh, I'm getting Chris Kirk vibes off of him from Honda. Kind of like, good. okay, like, is this really like like chalk Hadwin? Like, are we really going to do this? I mean, Kirk, Chris Kirk was chalk at Honda. Oh, my God. Honda. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like, you know, he's one of the PG tour four. He's been playing well this year, been in the mix. Um, did you know that over the last two years, Adam Hadwin has been within five of the lead, uh, going to the final round eight times. Damn. That is the second highest rate in the field. It's actually more than Justin Thomas, to be honest. Yeah, so what's he closed? One of those? Uh no, he hasn't. Hadwin? He hasn't, but he's been Hadwin there. hasn't closed anything. No, he hasn't won. When was the last time he won? He won in 2017. He's only won, I think, once. Oh, my God. It's a bit, I was like, yeah, man, I felt, I don't know. I felt like it was a couple yeah. years ago. But that's also the profile of guys been winning these types of things. Like, no, all right, true. they've won Chris before. Kirk? They're yeah. playing good, like a Chris Kirk or Justin yeah. Rose, like guy who's not in his prime anymore, but he's got some win equity to him, playing good. Yeah. So I I I, I don't, I think Hadwin might end up building, you know, losing ownership. So, okay, let's talk about some of the guys who are not popular then. Um, Danny McCarthy, yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm a never Danny guy too, but what's funny is, is like he, for whatever reason, I think I, I, I was talking about him this morning. This, my whole day is fucking run together. I was talking about him this morning. Like he, he jumped out at me. Like, like, like before I even looked at anything, I was like, I bet you Danny McCarthy's going to do really well here. And it might be just for my affinity of like, I'm sick of bad guys who can't fucking putt. And when I looked at the field, I was like, I'm probably going to have somebody on Danny McCarthy at some point because I want to be confident that the guy is going to make the five footer, right? Not fucking want to throw my phone against the wall. Um, okay. I, I, I think I'm out on McCarthy. Why? I just don't think he can repeat the TV degree numbers from last week. So let's take a look. I mean, he looked good at the Genesis too, right? He lost T to green there. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Cut, cut a Honda, cut a yep. Phoenix. Yeah. But, AT&T Pebble gained T to green. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, Pebble is okay. That's that's kind of a McCarthy. Course. He, did, he did all of a sudden. Over six putting. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but he, yeah. Listen, go play him if you want. I, 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 I don't think I'm really. 
Like I, I know he's got some good finishes here. I just when I think about Valspar and looking at who's like in those top tens, I don't. I'm not really feeling like the Denny McCarthy blueprint this week. I guess. Yeah, these last two times have been whole. I made the cut and then like keep like, keep forty eight. Okay. So. All right, Brian Harmon in and out, in or out. Fuck no, no, he's a dick anyway. Oh, why didn't you talk about there that? Yeah, fucking so. So Tommy, uh, for those who, of you who, who is Tom, who is Tommy? Thank, thank you. I was just about to do it. But for those of you who don't listen or are new to the show, uh, Tommy's my uh, one of my best friends, and he was a volunteer, and he was on uh, number two fairway. And apparently Brian Harmon is the biggest dick to these volunteers. I kept sending them to Steve the screenshots. He'd like take the flag they put down and like chuck it in the woods. He told people to shut the fuck up. And like he was just angry all the time. And listen, Tommy is a big man. It takes a lot for him to get like irritated and angry and, and for him not to like you. And he is, he is the least uh, least big Harmon fan now. So Harmon. Now, now in the dick, just like uh, who's the prick that went to live that I always used to rail against because he was mean Brandon and Tommy? Grace. Brandon Grace, yeah, yes, exactly. Fuck him, same category, anyway. Yeah, fuck him, I mean, he's way too short. Well, I, I feel like did he do good? Um, uh, what we were just talking about with Keegan and fucking Fitz, he did do good, that, didn't he? Uh, you keep talking about him, and I think, I think, look it, I I think look he up. for some reason he showed up at the US Open too, like he were somewhere where he shouldn't have fucking competed at. Uh, T9 at Potomac. Yeah, see, I remembered that. And it's like, he shouldn't and have it, done well there based on his profile, right? But he did. He did do well. Uh, and that was kind of a little bit out of nowhere, too. He uh, played T35 at Heritage, cut at the Masters. Um, and you know what? Hmm. I could see myself. Maybe what do you do with I the mean, players? Where, where do, what do I, you mean, do? I mean, he, he was... He was I, he made the cut, but it's yeah. yeah but same, I just it, want to see what he what he did though. So oh, I, I get I get I guess that's my concern about him is off the tee he was hitting a lot of fairways. Yeah, that's great. The iron numbers were junk around the green. He's also been really bad th- lately, and that's yeah. I think that's a concern for mine. Yeah, he lost the, he lost two and a half strokes on approach. Yeah, so I don't love that. How about Davis Riley in or out? Probably more of a DFS play than a bet. His number's a little short. I think he's like 35. He's just so squirrely off the tee. It makes me nervous. And I don't know what he does when he clubs down. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I know what he does when he clubs down. Um, he's just so squirrely off the tee. And I don't even know if that, let me pull it up. I, it might just be that I think I had money on him. when. It, what was that tournament where he was leading and he just fucking nuked it off the fucking planet? Colonial. And, and I was like, bye-bye. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the end of you. Um, yeah, he's been okay off the tee. So maybe that's just, maybe it's just scar tissue in my brain. It's definitely scar tissue. I was going to say that, you know, the doctor's been saying where on the doll did, uh, he touch you, uh, because it definitely was and actually someone mentioned in discord. I think it was a uh, Cameron actually that, um, yeah. you just irrationally hate Davis Riley. Every time I bring him up, he's so squirrely off the tee. Check that off your bingo card, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but he's actually been driving it a little better lately. We just mentioned colonial. He was pretty good there. Uh, I mean, Sam Burns won colonial. He won here. So if you want to do a little crossover cop there, it works. Um, I mean, yeah. really good at Memorial last year too. That's another place. You can't really, you know, spray it everywhere. That's got a lot of thick rough around the green too. Yeah. So I I think of McCarthy, Harmon, and Riley. I think I like Riley the best of that three. Yeah, you're probably right. I you're probably right. What's funny is is like back in the day, I never would have taken a second to pause and see if that was just in my brain and go look at the stats. I would have just been like, no, no, he's bad off the tee. Yeah, and then you would have argued with me for 10 minutes about it, and then exactly. I would have pulled up the stats, and you still would argue with me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you have matured a lot on this show. I'm very proud of you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. All right, you want to take a break, and then we'll break down the rest of the tiers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The, uh, we're also brought to you guys by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is heating up for match madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay. Now let's talk about Piper Golf Balls, too. So, uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, there is a Nor'easter coming. And uh, going to delay the start of my golf season a little further. So that means it's more time for me to prepare when I get back out in the golf course. And one of the things we're going to be doing, I got to restock my, my golf balls. But 
you know, look, like I'm a mid candy capper and I know the Pro V1s, they usually, you know, do pretty well for people, but they're really expensive. And I can't maximize the benefit of a Pro V1 as a mid handicapper. So instead, I'm going to opt to pay for a little less for a golf ball, but use a golf ball that works just as well. That's Piper golf balls. You know, all their golf balls, you know, they stand up to all the big boys, uh, your TaylorMades and Pro V1s, uh, especially their gold uh, line of golf balls. That is a four piece urethane golf ball, uh, has a little higher spin. Uh, especially around the greens too. And that's how I'm going to lower my scores is that let's say I can go into the driving range. I can hit driver iron, try and, you know, basically be a uh, Kalamora cow out there. And then when I get out to the course, I usually act like Kalamora cow, especially when it's really windy conditions. But, uh, you know, with a, it, what's really going to help me though, is the fact that I can have a lot more control around the green. That's going to lower my score. So, um, so if you want to actually improve too, not spend a whole lot of money, go to piper.golf slash GGP and you'll get a 10% off your, for your first order using promo code GDP. You can also opt to subscribe and receive scheduled shipments of golf balls at a 50% discount and you get free shipping on any orders over 50 bucks. So go to piper.golf slash GDP and improve your game today. Yeah. So do you ever do the, you ever watch the, my golf spy thing? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I go to their articles sometimes. So they had, uh, I was scrolling on Twitter before here and uh, they just put a new golf ball up and they cut those golf balls open Yeah, and they were all, fucking different colors and different weights and shit. Like, oh my gosh, like what a nightmare. Like I'm, how come the ball with that? <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a little careful sometimes. But I mean yeah. these Piper golf balls are really well reviewed. Um yeah. you know they hold up just to all the other golf balls. So. You know what you know what I noticed try. too is, is they don't like so I I play with the um tailor made um core three sixty balls most of the time. And yeah. um but they fucking ding and scratch real fucking easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Pipers didn't. The gold ones did not. Like they, like I hit a tree, and, <laughs> and it didn't. And it didn't really scuff. So I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go." That's good. I mean, you're gonna save money that way too. The fact they're very yep. durable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Very good. So, all right, uh, eight thousand dollar range. So ownership right now, it looks like. I mean, obviously you mentioned. I guess why don't we start with this? Okay. Of all the shiny new toys, <laughs> uh, do you prefer uh, the new uh, Mattel uh, Justin Sa, uh-huh. Uh-huh. or do you want to go with uh, Mr. Potato Head Ben Griffin as far as uh, the toy you want to play with this week? Uh, so, I, I mean, just based on my construction so far, what I've been dicking around, I haven't been able to get to Sa. Okay. Um, but I would... Probably prefer Saw just based on the pedigree and the fact that Ben Griffin did what I did for something for a while for like three months. That doesn't instill confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that cuts a little too close to home, I guess, for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait a second. I, I can I just could imagine like some some guy like sending his resume into me to like be a loan officer for me and being like, he's a PGA golfer. And he wants to be a fucking loan officer. <laughs> like, how broken are you mentally? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was a cool story, but I think Suz pedigree um, puts him as the toy that you, you probably want to back. I, I think I agree. I mean, I, I mentioned last week that uh, he's figured it out and he's figured it out. He looked great this week. Like a lot of times too, when I thought that he was going to like, all right, he made that bogey. This is going to start the bogey train. Right. He would bounce back pretty quickly. Nope. You know, and, and like yeah, uh, T six ain't no joke at the players, man. I know he was, he was great. Uh, I mean, almost one Honda too. And just his ball striking number, just like that, like a Justin Suh type that fits like a Valspar accurate, good ball striker. Yeah. Um, I think he was a little better around the green last week too, which is encouraging. That was a weak spot for his. Um, so I, 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 I like Justin Suh. What concerned about Ben Griffin is, so he has been getting by around the green. That's yeah. pretty much what he's been doing. Like uh, he has gained 10 strokes total around the green the last two tournaments. That is, listen, like he's, he's pretty good, but that's like, all right. Like when is Taylor Montgomery going to stop putting? Like right. when, when is Ben Griffin going to start stopping up and down his iron numbers? Um, I think he was, what did he do last week? I mean, he was slightly positive, but he lost a lot of Bay Hill. Didn't gain all that much at Honda. Uh, off the tee, he's pretty inaccurate. So I don't know if I love that profile for yeah. Valspar, especially, you know, like it, it seems like, you know, he got on NBC. He was on the broadcast. Everyone was pumping up his story. Seems yeah. like a little bit of a letdown now. 
Yeah, I can agree with that. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So who uh, who else do you like in this range? <sighs> so let's pull it back up here. I lost my screen. Okay, there it is. Um, <sighs> I kind of want to play Taylor Moore, but I feel like that's just year long trickling in. When you know, Clack's gonna be uber fucking chalky. I'm just I can't go to Woodland. I just can't. Um, why not? I, he's so bad putting, man. And like he's just he's a he's a fucking Ponzi scheme. He's a, he's a Ponzi I don't, scheme. I don't think he is. He's, putting, he's, guys. he's putting on some good finishes lately. Well, he won one top ten at Genesis. Forty two at Phoenix, sixty second at Farmers, fifty fourth last week, cut at API. Okay. Uh I mean his ball striking he... his ball striking numbers look fucking amazing. Thing, but dude, what did he lose putting? Four, seven strokes putting last week. <laughs> seven, and then in his last since the since his let's say let's cut it from January twenty eighth, right? So Fama's, uh waste management Genesis uh, Arnold Palmer. His best putting week was his miscut at Arnold Palmer, where he basically lost a stroke, lost a stroke and a half at Genesis, over five at Phoenix, and over five <laughs> at Farmers. He's okay. There's something wrong with his flat stick, man. I mean, I, I'm not going to deny any of this. I guess if you want to do a yeah. silver lining, it's like he lost five strokes at Phoenix and then only lost 1.4 at Riviera, and that was a top true. 10. That's true. So he bounced so back. So he just lost so, seven yeah. here. Maybe he's only going to lose <laughs> two. True. Listen, I have, so. I have, I have touted way worse theories. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, like former winner here, tough weather conditions. The fact he's so solid with his ball striking, um, he drives it pretty well, too, for like, you know, like, Danny, you know, length actually finally actually was pretty good around the green last week. Maybe that continues as well. Uh, and then yeah. obviously, you know, good at Bay Hill, good at Honda, good here, good at Colonial, like those types of tracks, like tough, like narrow, kind of like that out of Gary Woodland. Uh, and I actually like, I actually like uh, Taylor Moore this week too. Do you like him too? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I ragged on the guy for a little bit, but. He reminds me a lot of Sahith Tagala a little bit. Oh, like, okay. just really inconsistent when he's really off. Like, it looks horrible. Like, right. um, like RSM in one round, he lost, God. like, four strokes. Like, at no. Bay Hill. I mean, it was a top 40 finish. He lost, like, two strokes uh, with his irons. Uh, yeah. Really ugly performance at Shriners. But when he's been good, like, he has some really, like, it seems like there's like one part of his game that's just like horrific every single week, but like three yeah. of it's really good. Yeah. And I think I feel like if you got like three really good things this week, like that's gonna be Might good be enough right. for like a top 20 finish. So yeah. um I kind of like Taylor Moore and it doesn't, he's not really drawn any ownership. It, like everything's no. going to Ben Griffin basically at that point. Yeah. What's funny is so like I, I wish I, I have to go I have to go back and look. How many water balls did he have in API? Because he lost almost 10 strokes on approach and still came in 39th. <laughs> No idea. I mean, that I don't think I had what? more that week. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Almost 10 strokes on approach. 9.4. That's, That's a lot. That is a lot. And he's still fucking, he's still T40. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, <laughs> are you buying into Maverick McNeely seven strokes putting last week and like no. a billion? Yeah, I'm not either. No. Uh, how about Brandon Wu? Are you buying into him? I don't know. So I've heard his name kicked around a little bit on Twitter today. I, I haven't dug into him yet. I um, I'm probably passing because he gained seven strokes putting, putting as well. Yeah. So I mean his his T degree numbers have been better. Like I mean at Honda he gained like almost ten T degree and then lost last week. So maybe that'll flip around. Uh, the fact he's kind of getting a little steam though. Although when I ask you, are you thinking about Dylan Wu or Brandon Wu? Because both of them are actually getting steam. I think. Yeah, I know. And so, like, I know Dylan was the one uh, that Andy played with in college. So I'm more familiar with him than I am Brandon because I've deep dive Dylan after Andy's brought him up to me. So that's why I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, was one of those guys I don't think I've ever seen swing a golf club. All of a sudden, he's starting to catch some steam. Two top 20s. Like, I get it. Like, seems to play well in Florida. Like, the numbers look good. Um, you've, you've seen Brandon Wu swing a club because uh, you were watching Mexico Open pretty close because you had Cam Champ and Brandon Wu was in the mix that week. Oh, that's right. So you've seen him before. Fucking why God, Cam Champ another second place? Fuck Christ! But yeah, I, I bet you didn't expect to go down the uh, memory lane. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, though. 
like but i have a great it. memory of when all the times you've lost <laughs> you really do you really, <laughs> really fucking do well because you're so emphatic about when you lose too that it just imprints in my brain <laughs> i don't remember the wins i remember the losses. exactly why well, I, I do too you know i think it's just our personalities and then yeah. all right uh how about seven thousand dollar range uh who do you like Big range. let me ask you this is, this is where i got some questions on some guys okay What's Victor Perez has been doing? Okay. So let me talk about Victor Perez, what he's good at. He's yeah. really good off the tee. Like, yeah. he, I would describe him as like Keith Mitchell like, like long, accurate, really good. Uh, his iron play can be really up and down. It's streaky. Some weeks it's really good, some weeks it's really bad. Uh, he is horrific around the green, like a, like a problem around the green. And, he used to be really bad with his putter. I'm not sure if that's still a thing for him. Like I remember I, I've been tracking Victor Perez for years. Like, like to pull out the curtain. So I have in my giant, my giant database. And only if you were ever like a threat to like come play one of these one-off like PG tour events or be in a major, I would actually track you on the Euro- European tour. Cause I have to manually enter it in every time you do something. So Victor Perez has just kind of stuck around. Like there's been Antoine Rosner that's come and gone. There's mm-hmm. been a couple other guys that have kind of come and gone. Victor Perez is always, he was very close to getting shot, but then he won a tournament. So you got a new lease on life. Yep. Uh, actually he's putting a lot better lately. So it's really just around the green. That's been a problem. And he's really up and down with the irons. So it, yeah, it, it, it's all driving and putting with him. He he won Abu Dhabi. He did. T- T28 in Dubai. Mm-hmm. T thirteen at the Raz Ak, the Raz Al Challenge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, yeah. The, so, unfortunately, though, he has not played in over a month. Oh, was that a month ago already? That was February fifth. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's he's been on vacation probably since then. Like they Wasn't, played a, they played a lot of court tournaments since then. They played in like Singapore. They played in like yeah, 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 Thailand. He just skipped all those. He said, fuck all that shit. Yeah. I'm drinking my wine and eating my cheese and smoking my cigarettes. In yeah, France. probably going out to Monaco um, or something on a yacht. So, did, did, am, am I misremembering this? Did Perez play in the match play last year? So, he played two years ago in match play. Two years ago. He finished. He was top ten at the players. Yeah. He had a nice okay. little Florida run here. Yeah. And then we okay. were, we started getting at him, like, with some of the majors. I remember mm-hmm. betting, like, Victor Perez over Rosner at a... U.S. Open for low Frenchman. I think they tied at like yeah. plus twelve. Yeah, talk about a pillow fight. <laughs> yeah. So look, like like that profile got like usually a lot of Europeans do pretty well at this type of golf course. It fits a lot of what they're looking for. But he hasn't played in a month, so I would be a little careful with that. Okay, fair enough. All right, and then you got Jaeger, who I always like to play. Um, I yeah, I, I I like Jaeger this week. What's funny about him is he's turned into like bizarre. Like you know how Aaron Wise just turned into like all putting and no ball striking. Well, it seems I think they just kind of it's like a freaky Friday situation because now Stephen Yeager is all ball striking and no putting, which did not yeah. was not the case. Yeah. Um, what's funny about him though, so I mentioned TBC Potomac, he was sixth that week. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So I actually kind of dig a uh Stephen Yeager this week. I mean, unless the ownership is crazy, but no, it's not it's it's not even close. So like, yeah, look, real quick, let's see who the chalky guys have real hmm. quick. So I mean, he's over 10, but not by much. Nate Lashley. What are yeah. we doing, people? People, what are we doing? Fucking crazy. I've been down um, Nate Lashley lane a lot, and it never ends. <laughs> never now. ends well. It ends with a ends with a stranger with candy and, and you showing a police officer on the doll where he touched you. Um, <laughs> so then, I wouldn't put it that way. I was going to make a drug <laughs> reference, but sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric Cole. Um, there's no, it's pretty spread. Out down here, yeah. I don't think there's people no are really, really playing a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean it would make sense. Okay, all right. So like, all right, of these losers, I guess who who's your favorite loser? <laughs> so yeah, I'll just go back up uh, above seventy five hundred. Um, I was intrigued by uh, old Frenchie. I'll still probably play a little bit of him. Okay. Um, I want to play. I'll definitely play Jaeger now that you told me about the sixth. Um, I'll probably go back to uh, the. Uh, Ludwig, uh, since you and Joe yep. put me on him, I watched that video. He's somebody I'm going to lose a ton of money on over the next couple of years. Uh, yeah, he's great. Dude, he looked he look good at the Palmer, too. What did he do with the Palmer? What, what, what stroke him, him and Pearson Cootie look pretty good at Palmer. Oh, Pearson Cootie's another one. Yeah. Fucking, that's, our, that's our boy Cam's guy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
We bet him first round leader just in case. Okay. Uh, I thought about Nick Taylor because he's been playing so good, and then I realized he hasn't been playing so good over the last two. Yeah, weeks. bubble minute uh, burst on him. Maybe he got really. De- he, he probably got really depressed that uh, his second place finish at Phoenix was the same as what Eric Cole got at Honda, and probably was like, you know what, I just. <laughs> I don't think we'll live anymore. I think the payout there. I think the payout was a little different though. It's a uh, little little bit. Little <laughs> bit. But in terms of keeping your card, it was uh, yeah. not. What about Higo? Oh God. Yeah, I know. He's playing good. So he was playing real good up until he did something I'd never seen before when he shot it over 16, I think. And it was like yeah. on like like where the people sit, like kind of like in between like the walkway and shit. Uh but he lost two strokes potting. So, I mean, but his, his approach numbers in T to green look okay. I mean, T20 at Pebble, where he took the driver out of his hand. T20 at yeah. Honda. Yeah. Eh, eh, I think I can I I, eh, I I pass okay. on him. Okay. Um, and then under 75, I'm not going to, but T is going to be chalk chalk. I don't care what it shows right now. Every yeah, I'm playing in my season long because I had, I, I think I have like three roster spots open. And uh, by the way, uh, uh, update on Kevin Yu, by the way, uh, yes. underwent arthroscopic knee surgery, apparently put it on his Instagram post. The news didn't break until last week. So no one was looking, apparently, at Kevin oh. Yu's Instagram. He told everybody a month ago that he was going to miss time. So oh, that's, that's very sad because he was a cash cow for top 40s. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, ho- sorry hopefully Andy Lack did not play Kevin Yu after we talked about that. <laughs> um, I'm you're you're i don't know ben martin what do you think like he didn't do well at the players, i like ben martin he hit the ball okay. yeah he hit the ball fine like, and like played good at uh at honda i mean he's never he's never really been very good here he ranks real good on these length par threes yeah 13th at pebble uh fifth yeah. at tbc potomac back in 2017 when it wasn't rated yeah right but I mean, like when he was really good, like this is like 2015, like a tenth at Colonial, fourth at Players, fifth yeah. at what, AL. What happened to him again? What was his injury? I don't know what the injury was. I mean, he lost it for a little bit, but I mean, he's playing yeah. good again. So yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind I saw, a guy that hits a lot of fairways and his irons pretty good and is yeah putts pretty well in Bermuda and overseed and his around the green numbers have been pretty good lately. I I can get behind that because I thought about I thought about cutting Ben Matten. In our year long and picking up uh, Griffin, and I was like, "No, you know what? I like Matt and better." And I was like, "Did I really say that out loud?" <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm not playing fucking EVR. Not never again. Yeah, I, I skipped. Through. I, I couldn't I, believe he was seventy four hundred bucks. Like that. I, you know, we get misprices of guys who are way too low. That's got to be a misprice. Yeah. Web. <laughs> I, I now I'm not gonna play Webb. Can I make can I make Web. the case for Webb? Oh, sure, fine. Here was my concerns about Webb was it seemed like the putter was gone. And he's gained putting the last two tournaments he's played. Now his ball strike was horrific last week. But yeah. overall, since he's been kind of bad, like going back to last fall, the one thing that's actually was good with his irons, it's still kind of there. Yeah. So if he's putting again and his irons are okay, now he's horrific off the tee now. But if we're taking driver out of the hands, I don't hate it. I don't mind taking a little bit on web this week. Okay. All right. So I was thinking happens. I was thinking about Sam Ryder because he was playing so good uh leading up to the API. He made the cut last week, but he's still okay. an ungodly amount of on approach. He's doing it all with his putter. So I'll pass on that. But I mean, Eric Cole, I mean, the only thing that worries me a little bit about that is uh, I don't really know. Like, I mean, he lives down here. He plays down here. He grinded the mini tour down here. I mean, T15, T2 at Honda, missed the cut uh, API, but T27 at the players is pretty respectable for a $7,300 player who uh, literally is like, what is he, 34-year-old rookie or whatever old he is? You know what I mean? So I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate him. Um, I'm not buying into Lingmurth after last week. I, why? Why not? He's no been playing more. good. I just, it, and what's it, it was just last week? He played good to Honda too. Yeah, fine. I don't know. So with him, no, just you don't want me to make the case for Lingmurth? Yeah, make it. Make the case. Yeah. All right. So he played really good in the fall. Like he started out slow, played really good in the fall, and then it ended. 
And then yeah. he played really poorly coming out, and now he's been playing really good lately. So yeah, maybe it just takes a little while to get in gear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the guy won Memorial one time. He finished second back in players in 2015. He lost to Duffner at Stadium yeah. Course one time. Like, the guy was pretty good at one point, and then injury. Yeah, well, I know. I know. Let me pull it up. There was something I looked at where I was like, nope. Oh, okay. is, is, is around the green has just been real bad the last couple of weeks. Listen, everybody's stuff is bad around, you know, so, something's going to be bad on a lot of these guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But just, I can't play them all, homie. Can't play them all. All right. How about how about um, Tyler? How about Tyler Duncan? I'd rather Driving it pretty Hickok. well. I'd rather play Hickok. <laughs> okay. Hey, Hickok was that actually that was a pretty good pull by Ryan Kramer, our boss. <laughs> uh, Tyler Duncan hit his irons pretty good last week. Uh, third at Honda. You go back to last year. Yeah. Some of these other golf like fifteenth at Colonial. Uh, yeah, twelfth uh, at Harbor Town, twenty fifth at Valspar. Okay, thirty ninth at Valspar back in twenty twenty one. These types of tracks seems like it's a Tyler Duncan track, so I don't really if, mind. If that. there is such a thing, I mean RSM clearly. <laughs> yeah. So you I, know, he, he missed the cut last time with the RSM, I think. Okay, well he's won yeah. it before. Right. He, right, he right. beat Webb in that playoff there. Oh God, that's right. I know. There's a, there's been a lot of real long shots that like screwed a lot of like chalky like outrights for that yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Six thousand dollar range. How about your boy Zach Johnson? I think this should be a good course for him. It is a good course for him. He's wait, been, wait. I wanted to ask you about very Har- good here. I wanted to ask you about Harry Hall. <laughs> what about here? What what about poor man's Bryson? <laughs> Literally, it's, it's, like, it's like the PGA Tour, like. Just told this guy, look, you gotta dress like Bryson because we need that guy. We need that social media hit. I feel like he's like a soccer hooligan. I feel like he's not copying Bryson. He just has scally caps. I think Bryson is the poser. I mean, Harry, <laughs> I, mean Harry, I mean, I mean, what do you like about Harry Hall? I don't know. I saw him and I, I just remember getting angry at him. <laughs> it all it takes to get on my radar is for you to threaten a first round. So he's a, he's um, a when I know he's a big hitter who can putt really well, can't do anything else well, can't find okay. fairways, doesn't hit an iron. Not well. All the I mean, you don't have to be long at Puerto Rico. Or you you know that that there. that is a bad take. You gotta be long at Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's past. What am I thinking? That's past Palom. You gotta be long no. on past Palom, sir. Yeah, you're right. Which one? What little short course am I thinking about? That's um, what's his nuts one? Shriners, uh, Damon, down in um, Corrales. That's also Corrales. that's also past Palm. It's seventy six hundred yards. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. I don't know. It doesn't fuck. Oh, what's the what's Putacana? That's Corrales. Is it? Is that long? Yes, yes. Dominican yeah. Republic, man. Yeah. Oh, I know where Putacana is. I didn't think it was long. Seventy six hundred no. yard past Palm is usually Oof. bombers paradise. How the hell did Damon with that thing? I don't know because Joel Damon's probably better than everybody else in that field. I mean, you got like I don't know Tommy Ganey and like <laughs> Robert Gamez plays that thing. Yeah, uh, John Cook usually plays that thing. He gets out of the announcers' booth and goes down. Yeah, half yeah. that field is guys who are collecting pensions from the PG Tour. <laughs> That's, That's why fucking he won. fair. All right, yeah, fine. Plus, right. plus right. it's right. it's, it's a resort course. He's probably drunk for yeah. most of it. He's probably in his happy place. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just move on from from him then, because I don't know much about him. Harry Higgs, fucking uh, somehow is. Are you somehow, right? No, 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 no. I'm just saying he also t seven at Puerto Rico, so that tells me all I need to know about well, how much weight I need to put into the t seven at fucking Puerto Rico. Okay. Um, what about Hadley? I don't mind Hadley. He's been playing all right lately. He's been playing okay. Yeah. Matt Wallace. I um, kind of take Matt Wallace this week. Yeah. What's funny though is like, I mean, you watch that ESPN Plus coverage. The guys were like, "This is this is somebody who's got the mental attitude for it. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna win out here." I'm like, I'm pretty sure Matt Wallace is like fucking 34. Like we get, he's not a young like English guy like on the up. Like let's let's no, he is not. I, I think his window closed after yeah. uh, Spieth rips his heart out of Valero. Got <sighs> about that too. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't mind Wallace. Um, Smotherman made a cut last week. He's been good at that. He did. He did. What about Scam Champ? He's got to. He's got to get ready to t twenty the fucking the Masters because you know it's happening. I mean, he's got Valero to tune up for that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will. Be, I, mean, I will be playing him leading up to the Masters. I mean, legitimately, Dylan Wu has been good, but he seems like he's drawn a lot of ownership. That's the guy who's been battered around. 
uh, this week. But it, like, I mean, he's been getting T to green uh, his last three events. That's a guy who's been playing well. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really have much else down here. Um, There's somebody else that wanted to ask you about down here. I mean, MJ. Uh, Def- what about, oh, Ryan. Ryan Moore, man. No. It seems like this is a more course, right? So he had a really good finish of Pebble. It's sandwiched between three miscuts. Yeah. That, that that dude, I think it might be just. I mean, he's, yeah, I'm saying. Okay. Dougie Gim, Jim Hahn, Justin Lauer. Oh, my God. Dude, this is fucking six games. Yeah. Yeah, pick a couple guys you like, and then that'll be about it. Ches Reedy. Whoa. Wow. 6,400 Ches Reedy. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about, how about, we didn't mention him. How about $7,000 Kevin Kisner? That's the guy I was talking about before. Why is he seven? Why is he $7,000? Because he's been horrific. He's insane. No, he should be lower than $7,000. <laughs> because it's still Kevin Kisner. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's supposed to be on the Ryder Cup team, Steve. What are you talking listen, about? Listen, he made the cut last week. He was 75th. <sighs> he's, he's just like Cam Davis. We called it on this show. He missed the cut That's in the true. number. He was close. Yep. Kevin Kisner finally made a cut. We got match play coming up next week. Yep, Gotta get his reps in. He was on Twitter saying, uh, who's gonna help take me hunting or something like that? The only thing I need to borrow is like camo, a gun, ammunition. <laughs> so he's moving to he he's his concern on going to Tampa was where he was gonna go hunt. So uh pretty sure I'm not gonna well, I'm gonna bet against him because as soon as I do that, he fucking turns into the old. Don't they got some uh, wild boars running around? Uh, Florida Fuck yeah, dude! There. Dude, Florida's crazy. All right, send them down to uh, the Everglades. We got, oh, dude, Everglades, man. You get some crazy shit out of there. Pythons, fucking panthers. anacondas, panthers, blah. anacondas. There's anacondas in Florida. Nah, I don't think so. Nah, probably just, just the Burmese just giant, python. just giant pythons. Yeah, the, the pythons that people just let loose that were in their you know fish tanks for a while, and yeah, exactly. now they're now they're killing all the wildlife. Good job, guys. Fun stuff. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're at an hour. Do you want to talk about the schedule yeah. stuff? Or okay. All right. So, so gambling portion's done. Yeah. If you want to turn off the podcast, go turn it off. We're going to talk about the schedule stuff now. So, because we haven't get our take yet. I mean, it's we're we're going to put this back in the microwave. Yeah. So, a summary of what happens if you guys forgot. Uh, basically, th- these are all. There's going to be a what like eight elevated events. They're only seventy man. No cuts. Yep. Uh, yep. They also have a component of, um, like, basically you can play your way in with the non-elevated events yeah. based on some sort of convoluted point system that they haven't determined yet. Uh, top 50 at the BMW is guaranteed uh, entry into these elevated events the following year. Yep. So... They get 20 spots, eight no-cut events. This is terrible. Like, it... Like this, every, all these fucking people who were shitting on live about a no cut event and how it doesn't mean anything. And, and what, what's live got 48, 52 guys. What's the fucking difference? Like it takes all the drama out. Like it's I, Rory talking out of both sides of his mouth. Uh, people don't watch golf to see me make bogeys. Bull fucking shit, dude. I want to see you. I would like Jordan Spieth grinding for the cut this week. You know what I mean? Like that's exciting golf. Like a stud. Have, to grind to make the cut to play the fucking weekend, man. That's the allure of golf. It lets guys like Eric Cole be on the stage and and, and losing a fucking playoff. You know, a 34-year-old rookie. Like, that's that's what the casuals want. That, dude, that's what I want half the time when my bets are dead. I want entertainment. I want drama. No cut events can go fuck themselves. All right, so is there anything <laughs> good you like about it? No. Okay. There are some things I like about it. I like the fact that it's going to make the WGC FedEx matter. Like now there's actually, I think consequences. Like I, I don't care about really the FedEx Cup playoffs. It means nothing to me, but the fact that I think now getting inside that top 50 at that event or just in general in the standings actually kind of means something. Cause that that's significant Yeah, yeah. for the next year. Like you're basically are golden for that entire year. Yeah. So I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact, I mean, listen, you're going to roll your eyes because I'm going to bring up soccer because originally I didn't like this. I didn't like the fact that we're going to have 50 guys basically just get a meal ticket the entire, you know, next season, get paid a bunch of money, even if they come in like 60th. But I was thinking about kind of like the premier league where there is relegation and uh, that's, it, the, it, that's the best thing about soccer. That is the, that is the best. Every right. sport should have relegation. Well, this kind of has relegation 
you know, to it. Like if you're in your top 50, you're going to enjoy that for the year. You earned it. And then if you don't make the cut, you go back down a level and then you got to play the non-elevated events and you got to play in the fall maybe. So I don't mind that. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it in theory, but if there's only 20 spots a year, that means 30 guys, the top 30 guys are all, like, no, 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 no. You got to be saying that top 50. So if you're in the top 50 at the end of the season, then you get to be in the next one that you can fall out of that top 50. And then you're not in that status anymore. But so you can fall out of it during the year. No, you can't. It's the falling. Basically, that's what I'm the saying. The so year, there's only 20 out. spots. Well, that's why it's like, so the only cha- 20. well, that's why it's like the champions. It's not like, it's not 20 spots. There's 70 golfers, right? Okay. And if 50 are guaranteed, but you're not guaranteed to be in the, that 70. If you fall out of the top 50. I was like, I'm fucking confused. So the okay. fifth. So all right. So t- the year 2023, okay. I finish. I finish fifth. Uh, I finished uh, 25th. But uh, by April 2024, I played like shit, and um, I don't know, fucking. It's you're, in the same calendar year. You're, eight, you're 82nd, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were top 50 last year, you remain in that top 50 for every single elevated event. But if you are not in the top 50 at the end of 2024, you're out. You're out. Okay, That's so the relegation so, point. Right, right. So, so that means there's only really 20 spots a year. No. Technically, all 50 spots are available every single yeah, year. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So right. the 20 spots, though, I actually kind of like that, too. So okay. I think there should be more of it. But I'm thinking back, like, I, I don't think they do this anymore. But remember when, like, Bay Hill or, like, John Deere, like, they had the Open Championship qualifier where, like, you mm-hmm. actually are tracking a guy and he's got to make this putt to finish the side yeah. of the top 10. Yeah, yeah. That kind of means something now. So these, that's yeah. another wrinkle to these, some of these events. So I kind of like that. Uh, I wish, I wish there was more. Now what I don't like, uh, I don't like that. It's only 70 guys. I, 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 I don't understand why it can't be a hundred and we cut to 60 right. or, or 50. Like yeah. why do we, why it's do we not arbitrary. have a, why we, it's, Yeah. It's just a made up number. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to like the fact if it's, this is, Phoenix open and it's 70 guys. I think that kind of stinks. Yeah. It blows. Uh, or like in Memorial or Riviera. Cause like I used to not be like, all right, the cut, whatever. I don't really care about it. But like now that like I gamble a lot more and right. like <laughs> the stuff matters. And like, I, I can only imagine, I, I think, I think, all right. So from two sides of the coin, for batters who just bet like positionals, this helps you because now that there's no cut, your positionals lie the entire weekend and there's a chance to make it up. For DFS, you got to hate it because the whole point is like, all right, I got a six of six. That's a golden ticket to me making a bunch of money and just going to make it a lot more tilting, I feel like, for a lot of those players. So I I don't think it's very good for, for that angle, but... Overall, I mean, it's it's not perfect. They're probably going to figure out a way to bungle it. Now, what they did do, though, uh, they did end up deciding that these non-elevated events are going to have less FedEx Cup points uh, given to them than the elevated ones, which, thank fucking God, they've decided to do that. I've been calling for that for years. because Isn't that going to help the, the guys at the top 50 stay in the top 50? Well, I think it's going to be weighted a little more at the top, and then it's okay. probably going to just taper down. You know, okay. if you're still finishing last, like it's not going to be that much different between like finishing, like making the cut at like a Honda or something like that. Gotcha. But like if you finish second at this elevated event, you're going to get like 200, 300 more points. Than you would like finish second at Honda. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, not sure why they ever. I, I know why they were, they did because they wanted to cater to sponsors. But now the fact that the sponsors like, all right, a couple of years, you're going to have this elevated event, you know, three every other three years. It's not. Right. Uh, they're throwing them a bone there. So finally, they're going to do that. Uh, hopefully, they also decide, too, that if you finish, like, 60th or worse, you don't get paid or you don't get FedEx Cup points. I think that would be only fair. But I don't know. It remains to be seen. Uh, they still haven't really announced what this fall is going to look like other than the events, like how that's going to work. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't even know if they really... I don't know if they've even thought about it, to be honest, ever since they uh, haven't. Do you think they've actually put thought into this shit? No. Like, do they really, what they really should do. So I am excited to see the, uh, the mixed event uh, with the females and the males. Like that's going to be fucking cool. Um, I'm yeah. curious to see 
Yeah, dude, I, I am. Like, I think that's cool. It's something new. And like, it's whatever. It's something new. That's why I like match play. Like, give me, give me something different. Like, uh, so I'm excited for that. I guess it's like, you know, I see like Twitter clips of Nelly and things like that, but I've never actually seen her play around. You know, I don't watch LPGA. Like, just don't. I guess um, at that, I guess at that point, but like golf, I'm kind of just checked out. And then, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not. I, I never really pay attention to the QBE, but I don't know. Maybe I'll tune in now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think it's a cool idea. Um, as, as as a dad with a daughter who's picking up golf, maybe that's maybe that's why I'm more interested. Maybe. Right? So, um, but yeah, uh, I think uh, I think the no cut socks. I just fucking I hate it. All the and it really irritates me with Rory talking about how it's good after you just railed against fucking fifty four holes and fucking no cut and guaranteed money and all this other shit that every 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 everybody on the other side of the live argument fucking cried and moaned and screamed about it's not real golf and, and now they're like oh no it's fine it's fine everything's fine like it, it's just just how pucker the hypocrisy of it just i don't know irritating well i, I i've, I've seen people try and say that this thing is not a wgc and okay it's a wgc like yeah. it's just it's just different qualifications into it. Like in order to make a WGC, you had to be inside the world rankings, right? And in this, you have to be inside Fast either Fast Cup standings yeah. or there's probably like eight places, eight guys that can play their way in. Yeah. So, so it's it's a WGC. I just think I just think the whole thing's Moynihan's a fucking not Moynihan. Um, um, what the hell's his name? Why can't I think of his name? His Jay Monahan. Monahan. His old boss is Monahan, who's also a fucking idiot. Um, but Monahan's a fucking moron. And, and yeah, I just we need to figure. We need to get somebody to in there. He's he's terrible. They probably do. And one one other point about that too. Like, I mean, the WGCs fail because you, you're basically creating tournaments and drama. Like, no offense to the 3M or Rocket Mortgage or even Pebble Beach now or like the Valero or something like. Yeah. No one cares about those events. Nope. Like I, I, I could probably ask who won the last five Valero Texas Opens, and probably ninety-five percent of you can't name them. Like yeah. they don't matter. Like, I, I, like people are trying to say, well, oh, they're not the WGCs because these events have history. They're rewriting history. Number one, number two, like all the only us care about these events. Yeah, agreed. Ninety-five percent of other people watch. Golf, do not. Nope. So not, not not everybody's watching fucking twelve hours of golf coverage on Thursday and Friday. No, I mean like we're trying to do a podcast with the Valspar during March Madness week for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no Those, one's these, tuning these, in. These, these, these these downloads should be great. <laughs> actually, we're, actually, the downloads are pretty good. So uh, nice. thank you for uh, keep listening and supporting Thanks, us. Thanks, boys. I, I think a lot of people are actually taking this week off, which is actually a bit of a boost for us. Yeah, I think Andy took the week off. Uh, um, I don't know if anybody else did. My brain's fucking completely fried. So, <laughs> okay. I've been I've been pulling you along during this uh, podcast. You got I, anything else, I, man? I, I appreciate it. I do not. Um, I got a good night's sleep last night. And everything fucking. I don't know. That's good. The fucking day, rain, and staring at the fucking computer screens. I'm just, yeah, fun, fun day. Anywho, um, hey, yeah, fucking got the batting show tomorrow night. I'll be more amped up for that one. Yes, um, you give me. A, yeah, that's my favorite part. Um, so yeah, betting show tomorrow night. Just me and you, honey. No guests. So uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah. Other than that, that's no way to find Steve uh, in a, in our Discord channel. Uh, chopping up with those guys in there. You can find me on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. And uh, yeah, let's fucking go. 